Today, I might not tell you what you want to hear, but it's definitely what you need to hear. And for that reason, I hope it inspires someone out there to get up and make a change and to do something. So let's get to it right now on the Fearless Investor Podcast. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain, you have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb, but I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. If you are watching on YouTube right now, you're seeing my Cubs hat. It is day one, April 1st, which is opening day of baseball and fans are back. I'm so excited for this season, even though, I don't know, maybe the Cubs will do well. It's kind of, eh, all right, not, not what we're talking about here, but I'm, I'm repping my Cubs gear. I'm stoked about opening season. Meanwhile, you guys are probably like, what? April 1st joke can I play on on my friends um I'm more excited about baseball than April Fools um so uh, before we get to this and and I want to really deliver hopefully an impactful message today that will ideally um inspire someone uh but I would love to um, know if you have reviewed or if you have left a comment on our YouTube channel. It, that little thing, that little, little thing that takes you about 10 seconds to do could make a huge impact on us getting our word out to more people. So if you're passively listening right now, wait until you get out of the car or out of the gym and make sure to uh, leave a review. But if you're actively watching or listening right now, you're in front of it, take one second, take 10 seconds, pause really quick, go leave a review. And uh, leave a comment on the YouTube channel if you're watching, and we would really appreciate that. It really helps out a lot. So today, my goal is a couple of things. It's A, to help change your mindset on a, a few of these ideas that we have um, in regards to progress and regards to um, you know getting out there and, and just doing things and doing work and going out there and doing and doing and doing. Um, and the other part is to just give you uh, a challenge and a permission. And so you'll, you'll see what I mean here in a second, but I want you to first of all, think back. I want to set the stage by thinking back to March 12th of 2020. That was the day for me that I was like, oh my gosh, what in the world is happening? Have I just lost an entire business? And I'm talking about the shutdown and Airbnb. We had nine cancellations. I only had, I think I had like maybe seven or eight properties at the time. And we got nine cancellations in one day. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like it was that helpless feeling, right? And then for the next week, it was this like sitting at home, twiddling my thumbs, waiting to see what would happen. and. I just want to ask you, like, put yourself back in your shoes. Think back to the beginning of COVID. What was that feeling like? Was it one of excitement? Was it one of um, inspiration? Was it one of complete and utter boredom with a lot of fear as well? Probably willing to guess that it was more along the lines of that one. And is that something that you want to feel ever again? just letting you think about this for a second. I'm guessing the answer is no. And I reflect back on that time. And I think a lot about those days of doing absolutely nothing. 
and how some people define that as retirement. And that is so depressing, right? Like to think that we are in this, this thing that we do for so many years. And then one day we quote unquote retire. And now it's like, now I can do nothing. And we wonder why people die three years after retirement of health complications is what they say. But I, I really truly think that when our bodies and our souls and our minds are not challenged on a daily basis is when we start to get way too comfortable. And in that state of comfort, uh, we lose drive for life. And so what I want to encourage you, um, first of all, I want to give you permission to celebrate the wins. Okay. So we're not just talking about doing more today. We're talking about celebrating what we do as well. Um, and I think that Ed Milet talks about it in a really great way, which is blissful dissatisfaction. You celebrate that's the bliss. And then you get right back to being dissatisfied and going for that next thing. Um, and to me, if we can get uncomfortable or if we can get comfortable with being uncomfortable, that's the same thing, right? Because we, we are at this place where it's like, yeah, we're going to celebrate, but then we're looking for the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And I, I think back to COVID and I got really comfortable. And I remember saying to one of my business partners, like, yeah, you know, at, at some point you just got to wonder like why you're doing all this stuff. And I didn't have my why. Um, I didn't have my real strong desire. I, I, I knew my why, but it wasn't like, insight, if that makes sense. And, and I want to encourage you to um, look up the seven layers of why. Um, I've done it many times. I've gotten it down to like that seventh layer is I want to be able to be there for my kids and be at their baseball games, be at their plays, be at everything. And I want to be a present dad and I want to be financially free so that I can show them that going and doing a nine to five job is not the path to financial freedom. It is the opportunity to be able to build something so that you can buy back all of your time in order to be present. And that, that really like, that's the seventh layer of why for me. Um, but, and by the way, if you just want the, the overlaying synopsis of that, you, at, you define your why, and then you ask yourself why seven times. So I want to be financially free. Okay. Why? Uh, because I want more time. Okay. Why do you want more time? Uh, because I want to spend more time with my kids. Okay. Why do you want to spend more time with your kids? And you ask yourself seven different times that question until you get so freaking specific about it. But I share this story because right after, not right after COVID, but it was right around December is when I met the love of my life. And it was one of those things that was like, oh my gosh, now that vision of like, having kids and having a family is now in my reach. And I suddenly became very, very, very uncomfortable with my current circumstance. So I was living in, you can say this bliss for way too long. I was and my business partner telling me this all the time. He's like, dude, like five months ago, you were just like, yeah, I don't hardly work. And I make a ton of money. And, and that's really where I was, but I didn't have this whole like, drive to continue to go out and do more. It was just like, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, but there was no dissatisfaction part of it. I was very comfortable. Okay. And then when suddenly this moment of like, now my, my seventh layer of why is like smacking me right in the face and saying like, Hey, this is a lot closer than you think it is. 
I got very uncomfortable and said, oh my gosh, like $15,000 a month suddenly doesn't seem like a lot of money because that's not going to allow me to provide for my wife, my eventual kids, go on vacations, be at their baseball games, be at their performances, while also being able to have time to, to you know, give to my business or give to um, time to my family, to my charity, or to, to um, sorry, my church, things like that. It was like, oh my gosh, this suddenly isn't enough. But I, I was able to identify that because suddenly it was hitting me in the face, right? It was like, hey, you've been really comfortable. Knock, knock, knock. You've been really comfortable for a while. Now it's time to get uncomfortable. It's time to grow. And it, it got me to this point now where like, I want to share that with you. And I want to say, is there that thing in your life right now that is knocking at the door and saying it's time to get uncomfortable? Or are you comfortable and not giving yourself a reason to be uncomfortable? So, you know, at the end of the day, everyone wants to be uncomfortable, right? Or sorry, everyone wants to be comfortable, right? But if, if you're comfortable, most of the time, that means you're not growing. And what do they say? They say that if you're not growing, you're dying. And I don't want to be that person that is like, hey, I'm going for retirement. You hear about all these success stories in real estate, right? Or Airbnb. And, and you're saying, you're hearing like, oh my gosh, this guy retired at 50. This guy retired at 40. This guy retired at 28. Picture for a moment that you're retired at 28 years old and you have a wife and kid. What in the world are you doing? Um, the kid is probably getting ready to go into school or is too young to travel. Okay, so are we traveling? Eh, maybe still some, but not as much as you would if you were 28 without kids, right? Um, all of your friends are more than likely at work, okay? All your family members are either retired and probably not someone that you want to be spending all your time with or also at work. So what are you really doing if quote-unquote retirement is the goal? There's a lot of studies that show there's two very top motivating factors when it comes to human uh, nature and human motivation. And number one is being a part of something bigger than yourself. So knowing that it's just not you, it's, it's, a, it's a bigger thing. Like my Airbnb business is way bigger than me. Um, it's, it's the employees that I employ. It's the contractors that I um, employ or, or hire. It's the guests that I serve. It's the, um, you know, the, the business that I'm building that can eventually be passed off or sold to someone else as, a, as an asset. It's so much bigger than me. And that's very motivating and inspiring. The other part that is super motivating is this idea of progress. Okay. And I really, truly believe that when people retire and they build up, you know, that mainly, you know, and I don't, I don't have anything against the working world. We need the working world. We need the W-2 jobs in order to make this world go around. But the most of the people in the W-2 jobs think I'm going to retire and I'm going to go play a lot more golf, but is that fulfilling you? Are you growing? Are you getting something out of that? I love golf too, but I don't want to go on the golf course four times a week. That doesn't feel fulfilling to me. That feels like frustration because I usually throw my clubs. <laughs> so I'm not really kidding, by the way. You can ask a few people. Uh, but anyway, I, I want you to challenge yourself to what, what that means for you. And, and I believe that if you can get really comfortable with being uncomfortable and attach that with a really strong seventh layer of your why, 
you're going to find ways to get uncomfortable and to grow and to realize that I'm not working towards retirement. I'm working towards a why. And so, and that should be changing every day, by the way, too. So um, again, I want to just backing up for a second. The permission that I'm giving you is celebrate. Um, if you have the opportunity today to be able to leave your job and start a business, celebrate that. If you have the opportunity today to be a, you know, a, a, an investor who is super passive and maybe even say, I can quote unquote, not make a, a dollar for the rest of my life and be okay. Celebrate that. Okay. But then just like the blissful dissatisfaction that Ed Milet talks about, what are you going to do to get dissatisfied after that? And I think the only way that you can do that is if you've really narrowed down what that seventh layer of why is and challenge yourself. Okay. So there's the permission. Now the challenge is to get uncomfortable and take action. So I want to give a few different ways that I think you could, after you define this, why get really uncomfortable. Okay. And I'm going to match a couple of these with some stories. So let's do a deal. How about that? For one, if you are someone that's listening to this podcast right now and you are, I don't care if you're financially free or if you are not financially free, either way, doing a deal for the first time or doing a different deal of a different kind will get you so freaking uncomfortable that it will force you into figuring it out. My very first flip that I talk about all the time, I got it under contract and it was that oh shit moment, like, oh my gosh. This house is being purchased with someone else's money. I've never used this contractor before. I've never flipped a house before. I've never done any of this stuff before. I am freaking terrified. And another word for that is really stinking uncomfortable right now. But what it did, what it forced me to do was to get into action and to figure the freaking thing out. And I think there's so many of us that never do the first deal because we're so comfortable and we don't want to get uncomfortable. And the reason we don't want to get uncomfortable is because we don't have that why defined. So do a deal. Just, just do it. I, I think some of the best advice I ever got was if you lose money on a deal, then that is your education for learning the business. Instead of going and getting a college education, instead of uh, going and maybe buying someone's course, which I, I do recommend that, I wouldn't bypass that. But uh, maybe the course is crazy. It's $30,000. You know, there's a lot of different things out there that are teaching you how to flip uh, education systems that will cost over $30,000. If you go and do it on your own and you lose $10,000, well, you just spent $10,000 on education. You got uncomfortable. Now it feels a little bit more comfortable. Now then the next time, you know, you can go out and learn from that. Um, so that's one thing. A second way to get uncomfortable. How about outsourcing some tasks? Um, that is like one of the most uncomfortable things that any of us can do, right? Did you just cringe a little bit when you just heard me give that advice? Uh, because I cringe when I think about giving up something that I know I'm really good at or thinking I'm the best person at that, which is just our ego talking, by the way. Um, and giving that task to someone else can be um, one of the biggest growing moments of your life. Guys, I just deleted all of our Fresno listings from my Airbnb app. Um, so I no longer receive text notifications or Airbnb notifications from our Airbnbs in Fresno. And I do that because 
it was a moment of growth for me. It was a moment of realizing if I'm ever going to see this business grow to where I need it to be, I have to be able to just let go. You know, I have to do the frozen thing. I have to let go. Um, and it was amazing what happened at that moment. First of all, a sigh of relief, realizing like, hey, I don't have to be the one checking on these notifications. I never had to be the one checking on the, these notifications. It's just my OCD and anxious you know, mentality of like just wanting to be in the loop when actually I had the people, I had the systems, I had the technology, I had the employees, I had the virtual assistants that all were going to handle this. And Kyle didn't really need to be part of that. And what have I seen since then? I've seen our business grow in income not deflate, grow in income. Because now allowing me, giving me permission to offload that, which is so uncomfortable, allowed me to focus on some things that would grow our business. And by getting uncomfortable, I was able to focus on more money-making tasks than management tasks. And that, and we talk about that in the e-myth, right? And the e-myth is, you know, you've got your technicians, you've got your managers, and you've got your... Um, your entrepreneur at the top. And anytime I'm doing something in my business, like responding to guests or uh, checking the calendar or anything like that, that's working in the business rather than on the business. On the business is money-making activities and growing it. And, and so now I've developed this where I can just be the manager of that. So outsource something. My challenge is to you today to outsource something. Um, maybe it's even just having someone else go take the dry cleaning every single week. Maybe it is, um, I don't know, you're doing like one of the things now I'm looking at is outsourcing all of our accounting. Maybe it's something like that, that you can do that will free up time. And you have to quantify that too. You have to decide, okay, if I'm worth, if my time is worth $300 an hour and I'm outsourcing this to someone and they're only charging me $100 an hour, well, then that's a great place to be because that means that I'm positive $200 per hour because my time that I'm going and working on growing a business is going to make me $200 more per hour than going and focusing on something that can be outsourced for $100 an hour. Hope that makes sense. Um, lastly, grow fast. I know that's a, a duh thing to say, but when we added 18 units in four months, um, going from eight to 26 ish units, um, in Airbnb that forced me to get super uncomfortable to, I said yes to a lot of things, um, that I just said, you know what, I'll figure it out later. And by getting uncomfortable, it forced me to start learning, Hey, how do we, okay, I just said yes to this one. That's another four units. How do we systematize that? And how do I make sure that that fits into our, um, our business so that more of our employees are making more money without having to spend a whole lot of time? I'm not having to spend a whole lot of time. And it, it forced me to literally like get to working on the business rather than again in the business because we were growing so fast that if I was the one that was going to be setting up the units, um, hiring and talking to all the contractors, um, making the listings, promoting lists. If I was doing all of that, that would have been, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been possible. So by growing fast, it forced me to say, okay, how do I hire good people, bring in good technology and fix this issue that I have right now, which is I don't have a lot of time. I need to buy my time back by forcing myself to learn how to systematize this entire thing and growing fast 
made me so uncomfortable that I had to figure that out. And so you'll start to notice no matter what business you're in that, you know, you can do something we talk about all the time, right? Master, automate, scale. You master it. You're doing it yourself. You could probably keep on doing it yourself, but you're really not going to be able to scale it until you automate it. Because now, like we have so many homeowners that we manage for that this, this invoicing and profit and loss statement day has turned into two full days of work. That's 16 hours of work per month right now that I'm like, holy cow, I should not be doing this. In the beginning, it was one hour. It wasn't a big deal. Now it's like 16 hours a month. That 16 hours a month is not worth my time to be doing the profit and loss statements and accounting. That's worth my time to be going and finding new units. And if I can outsource that for call it $1,000 a month, I can go out and get one property that will pay for that. And it's not going to take me 16 hours to find that one property. So it's those types of things. Your, your mind is going to be forced to get really uncomfortable. It's going to get forced to be comfortable with being uncomfortable so that you can grow this thing. And so with all that being said, again, do a deal, outsource some tasks or grow fast or do all three. Um, and I think that is a great way to get yourself really uncomfortable, but you have to tie that to your why. If it is not tied to a strong why, you're not going to want to get uncomfortable. Um, this is something that has just been like, it's been pounded into my head ever since I was 26 years old. So um, what has it been? Eight years now, basically, of define your why, define your why, define your why. And in the beginning, it just sounded like total BS and, and you know motivational talk and guru talk. But today, through experience, it's so true that if you just don't have that why defined, you're never going to want to get uncomfortable. Mel Robbins talks about that. You know, you, it's the five second rule. You, you just say one, two, three, four, five, and you do what you're going to do because you're never going to feel like it. You're never going to feel like doing 80 hours of work a week. But if you just do it and you have that tied to a strong why, um, then, then that really is all you need. Um, so anyway, without, without going into too many more tangents, I, I hope this spoke to someone today. I would love if one of you actually reaches out to me on Instagram and DMs me on Instagram at fearless Kyle and tells me how you're going to get uncomfortable, or maybe something today that spoke to you, uh, from this message. That would be, that would be super cool to me. Sometimes we, you know, I, I do these and I, and I talk and I think sometimes I'm the only one talking into or listening to myself, talking to the microphone. It'd be really cool to hear if, if this um, really hit one of you today in, in a positive way. So um, that's going to do it here today for the Fearless Investor Podcast. Make sure if you're not already, um, you're a part of the Facebook group, Airbnb Masterminds. We're growing like crazy, adding like 70 people a day there. We're almost up to 3,000 people in the group. It's, it's wild to see how fast that thing has grown. Um, and I would love to make sure um, that you are getting all that knowledge there in the Facebook group. So again, just Google um, on Facebook or search on Facebook, Airbnb Masterminds to be a part of that. As for uh, today, I hope that you are now deciding that you're going to get really comfortable with being uncomfortable and that you're going to define that seventh layer of why. Thank you so much for joining us today and for uh, allowing me to help you to conquer the world of investing. We'll talk to you next time.